0: principal podcast. My name is Rachel George and I'm an education leader in Oregon and also an NAESP fellow.
1: And my name is Adam Welcome. I'm an educator in California and a fellow with NAESP in the Innovation Center
0: woohoo. Good job. You're getting so slick at that. (laughs) um, Adam and I are just so excited to bring you all this NAESP principal podcast so we can legit talk about some real ideas with amazing principals. And in this case, some assistant principals uh, to help make your leadership stronger and more
1: innovative. Yeah. Assistant principal week is the first, second week of April. It's like the third to the seventh ish. I think um, NASP celebrates it from the third to the seventh. So we are having an AP with us today that is absolutely crushing it in Connecticut. Katie Laird, welcome to the podcast.
2: My goodness. Thank you so much for having me,
1: Adam and Rachel. Super duper excited. Everybody go to Twitter right now, unless you are driving, and make sure you follow Katie. It's K B is in Boy Laird, L-A-I-R-D. Katie is just always so positive and energetic in all that she puts out on social media. So make sure you uh connect and follow Katie. So let's talk about being an assistant principal. What do you enjoy most about being an assistant principal? Your first year on the job.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. Um, You know, I think the thing that I enjoy the most is, first of all, I'm blessed to work at Hillcrest Middle School out in Trumbull, Connecticut, which is just um, full of vibrant, a vibrant community with the greatest people. I know we hear that all the time on your podcasts, but I truly believe that I'm so blessed uh, to have the greatest staff to work with. Um, As far as the job goes, it's it's it is my first year, and it's it's been incredible to expand my capacity. I think you know, having come from the high school right in town, uh, where I was the chair of the math department, and that's a large comprehensive high school. I worked with a large department, but so much of what I did focused on the teaching and learning with regard to math specifically, and now. I really feel so blessed that the scope is larger. Uh, and, you know, on a daily basis, I'm working with students directly, conversations about their classes, perhaps about discipline or situations that come up uh, with teachers and, and teachers in all disciplines. So that's that's been so great. I think it was something I was a little nervous about, to be honest, but something that I've enjoyed the most, being able to observe teachers in different subject areas and have just great conversations about teaching and learning, you know, that that transcends, obviously, all all disciplines and domains. And then, you know, just kind of tapping into to all the things that I didn't even quite realize would be under the scope of of an AP job, you know, things with operations and maintenance and, um, you know, working with our central office staff. That's been a real plus, too. I was fortunate as the instructional leader at the high school, you know, to participate in kind of professional development and monthly lead and learns. But now there's even more of that collaboration, right, with our, you know, director of digital learning, our assistant superintendent, superintendent. So, so that's been great. That's really helped me continue to grow as well.
1: I love what you said all the other things I can remember my first I think my first or second day on the job as an assistant principal at an elementary school K-5 1200 students really big elementary school they handed me a hard hat and I'm like what what, what do I need a hard hat for but there was a solar panel project happening on the playground they were doing solar panels and my principal was like here you go you're in charge of the I wasn't in charge but I was like the admin on the ground and I was like let's go Oh, let's do this. Mm-hmm. You know, like my mind shifted from classroom and reading ass- reading assessments to um to projects on the playground with a hard hat. It's uh, it's funny how things roll out.
2: Well, well really that's funny that- because in my first month, my principal Brian, who who you know, Adam, uh, we were doing our first fire drill together and he said, You're you're gonna go pull the fire alarm. And I said, I've never pulled a fire alarm before. like, <laughs> And he literally took a video of me during our first fire drill, uh, you know, planned fire drill together. So it's it is it's a lot of those little things that, you know, you go through the interview process, you plan and prep for that. And you think of all the the ways that you're going to impact your students and your faculty. But there's a lot of those other little things that are that are equally important. I loved
0: pulling the fire alarm and Adam, I'm super excited that you said you got a hard hack because I thought you're going to get like a spatula or something along those lines to help clean up like body fluid of sorts. So a hard hack, <laughs> that's a huge win for you. All right, Katie. So you talked about some things that surprised you, but I want to go a little bit deeper. What are some of the things that really shocked you that maybe weren't anticipating we're going to be a part of that assistant principal role that perhaps you were pleasantly surprised with, or perhaps you were like, oh that's me now. And I didn't realize that actually like existed as a need. So what are your thoughts?
2: So my thoughts kind of immediately go to just the, the way that you have to go about your day and be able to respond so quickly in the moment and shift gears. That is definitely something I, I I didn't necessarily, I, I think I couldn't understand until I stepped into the role. So you know, I think about how how as much, you know, planning and preparation can go into the day or the week, you know, the planning for the month you know, that things, then things just come up. So, um, you know, we might go over to central office for a principal's meeting and then come back and there's kids waiting for me and a teacher. And we have to have this conversation about, you know, circumstance that just happened. And now I got to get to lunch duty. And, you know, just, I think the, the need to be able to shift gears so quickly, but at the same time, be so present in the moment with each of those things, that is something that surprised me. I think, you know, I'm pleasantly surprised at being able to to handle that. I think obviously my collaboration with my principal, um, Brian is definitely something that helps with that. He, he's been such a great mentor. We do a lot. We've been doing a lot together. Uh, so we're very collaborative. But of course, I, I kind of lean toward and look toward his leadership because this is his 10th year as an admin. So, you know, I think that's that surprised me. But I think, you know, I use a calendar more than I've ever used a calendar in my life. And I hear so many people that you both interview talk about that, But it really is a very helpful strategy. And sometimes things have to shift, but at least, you know, it helps you at the end of a day, then look and, and prioritize, okay, you know, what can I do tonight? What has to happen first thing in the morning? What has to happen by the end of the day tomorrow, by the end of the week and so forth?
0: Well, I'm glad to hear that that change and that challenge has been one that you've been able to be nimble with and Mm -hmm. be able to accomplish, because that is one area that I've noticed a lot of folks really struggle with when they enter into an administration. So really hats off to you. I, in fact, had like a mentor that said that every day is like Christmas. You never know what you're going to get. Then you kind of unwrap that gift. And I think that that's been a saying that's really stayed with me that kind of really resonates with that experience that you've had.
1: Yeah, I think the shifting of the gears, I mean I've heard that forever. And I'm thinking of like my first car. It was a 1965 Volkswagen bug, and it had four gears. But being a assistant, assistant principal is like driving a car with 15 gears yeah. because with four gears, it's easy. First, second, third, fourth, oh, and then reverse. But 15, there's so many different things. It's like that constant reprioritization of, okay, come on, AP, come on, Katie, you're gonna do this. And then within like three seconds, eh, nope, go over there. And you, you really have to shift all these different places. I think this is a good time to give your principal a shout out, Brian Rickert. Brian is absolutely awesome. I've had Brian on my podcast. Also, I wanna point out that Katie is a assistant principal at a middle school, NASP is not just elementary, even though there's not middle school in the name, it's a K-8 organization. So people out there listening, assistant principals, principals of middle schools, you can and should join NAESP because it really is a K-8 organization. So Katie, what advice would you give to aspiring assistant principals out there that are looking for their first admin job?
2: Sure. This is a great question. You know, I think the first and foremost, the thing I think about is just, you know, diving into anything that you can and taking advantage of every opportunity. I I think, you know, I probably always considered myself somewhat of a leader, even when I wasn't in a leadership role, per se. You know, I taught math for many, many years, and my title was math teacher. But I think you know, writing and revising curriculum, uh, getting certified to be a mentor and mentoring new teachers, taking on cooperating teachers, that that was really helpful and insightful and prepared me. You know, I didn't realize it probably at the time, but helped prepare me for sort of the teaching, you know, the supervision and evaluation that would come uh, down the road. You know, being on school committees, uh, district wide committees, you know, we have a district wide professional development and evaluation committee. Uh, or I knew early on professional development was something that I really enjoyed. So, you know, I would go to my admin team at the high school and say, you know, I have this great idea. I'd love to present to our department. And then that turned into, you know, the state conference in Connecticut and then NCTM nationally, things like that. So, you know, I think if if you're an aspiring leader anything that you can do that you can take part in that your district will support, you know, just ask and and get yourself out there because those experiences really prepare you for when you do have that quote unquote title. And then, you know, I think of it now in, in my role where I am an AP, you know, Brian and I are constantly involving our leadership team, finding ways that we can chat with them, that we can run ideas by them, And looking to build capacity with them and with teachers, you know, a lot of the conversations we've had recently have been to maybe a team leader. What other teacher could you bring on with you to help, you know, with this idea, with this concept? And that is something that I've, that I've enjoyed, you know, being able to do in my, my current role. But I I think back to your question, just taking advantage of every opportunity that you possibly could. And. I've been so fortunate in Trumbull that I've had that support, which is great.
1: Yeah, right. every every little opportunity is so important. And at the time, I was talking to somebody recently about this. Those opportunities they may they may sound really mundane and boring. And you're like, "What am I going to get out of this?" I don't want to be the person counting the pencils for the testing group or whatever. But you know what? Count those pencils as best as you can and make sure that they're organized and make sure you have enough and make sure you have backup. And obviously counting pencils is kind of a thing of the past with online assessment, but uh, you're going to look back, look back in three or five years and really go, Hey, this was valuable for what I'm doing right now. So I think that point of like doing it to the best, um, and just a hundred percent and with energy and excitement is just, uh, it's just super important.
0: So I want to take it kind of to a female leader perspective. So exactly what you said is advice that I recommend to people, female males across the board. But one of the interesting components from a female leader perspective is oftentimes some of the response I get back is that, Hey, Rachel, that's awesome, but I'm trying to balance kids sports, Um, dinner, evening events, like supervision, like there's that second shift of home, right. Or there's the other aspect of like." Like, if I'm going to do that and give out time with my family, <clears throat> how do I, how am I compensated? And it's been a fascinating conversation of like, it pays off in the end, but I'm curious, Katie, how did you navigate that? Because I know you have kids. I know you have a family. You're really active. You're going to get off this podcast and go do a bunch of other stuff today on a Saturday. So how did you balance getting all those experiences, taking the advantage of those opportunities, but still having a full personal and professional life?
2: Great question. I'm definitely still learning and still navigating, especially this first year in a new role. Uh, I think, I mean, first and foremost, I have a wonderful supportive husband. So, I mean, that really has made the biggest difference. He's always encouraged me, always supported me, even when I was thinking of this job, this the job that I currently have last spring that, that was the first conversation we had. I said, you know, I, I, I'm a mom and a wife, and I just want to make sure that I can still be there for, we have three kids, uh, they're 12, 10 and five. So we are like in the trenches with activities and all the, all the goods that come with them. Uh, and my oldest was starting middle school this year. So we're just navigating a lot. And he said, you know, you can do it. We can do it you've got to go for this. Like this, this, this is something that you just have to do. Uh, And I, you know, Again, I think I, I also have like the great fortune of teaming up with an awesome principal. He's a dad himself with three kids as well. And, you know, I think it's it's all the planning and the preparation that just sets up the week. Uh, we tag team, you know, we try to attend a lot of things together with school, but sometimes we'll, you know, we'll, we'll split if, you know, he always says, I don't want you missing, you know, Jack's concert you know, that's so important for you to be there as his mom. So it, it is a really good question. I it's I'm certainly not perfect at it. One thing that and I know Adam's a big get up and run guy. One one thing that's helped me so much has been to get up early. I've done this for a couple of years now, but I find it this year has been just monumental. I get up quite early, like four o'clock in the morning. Um, I, you know, get up, I go for a workout get all of that done. And it just, it really gives me, honestly, I think the energy I need for the day and, and sets that really positive tone. And then, you know, once I'm done with my and quote unquote done, but my school day, you know, then I do, I shift gears, I come right home and it's, you know, what practice do we have? What game do we have? All those things, but I can really be committed because I've gotten up, I've done something healthy for myself had a really great school day. And now I focus on being mom. And then once bedtime hits, (laughs) sometimes it's work again for me. And honestly, sometimes it's, I grab a book and sit down and read a little bit and kind of decompress and then, you know, get, get some good sleep because that's, you know, super important as well to be able to manage all of these things.
1: Well, you know that I am part of the 4 a.m. club. I think it's the best (laughs) time of the day just to get up and get a lot of stuff done. So let's say, Katie, you're talking to a a thousand teachers. You have a big auditorium and you have the microphone. What would you say to all those all those all those thousand uh, thousand teachers about why they should think about or get into uh, administration and being an assistant principal? I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions out there about the job. I mean, you've already talked about the shifting of the gear years and all the different things. But uh, I mean, I remember my days as an assistant principal and it was so much fun and it just led to so many other opportunities. Rachel and I talked to a lot of uh, directors of personnel and human resources and they say the number of people that are applying for assistant principal jobs has gone down. So Mm -hmm. what would you say to all the people listening that are maybe still in the classroom, maybe an instructional coach and they're maybe, they're kind of creeping to that next step. Why should they become an assistant principal?
2: Sure. I mean, I think just the impact, the greater impact that you can have and the more capacity, you know, you're, you're building your own capacity. You're growing in so many ways, but, but now it's just the impact that you could have expands exponentially, right? So, you know, in our middle school, you might have 100 to 120 students per day and you're doing this great work uh, and you're affecting no doubt each of those kids, but you know, you might have some great conversations with your grade level partner, your department, and you're discussing ideas and those kind of have a ripple effect for sure. But when you step into something that involves more leadership and you might be a team leader, or you might oversee a department, it it just grows. Right. So I think being able to expand your capacity and, you know, everybody loves to share the great things that they do, but when you have a greater audience, it just has a, a greater ripple effect. So, you know, we actually had a conversation with a staff member just recently, actually a few we've been sprinkling in here and there who are saying, you know, I might want to, you know, step into this role or I've been thinking about how I could do this in the future. And it's interesting to hear some of them say, you know, I was thinking I might have to go back to school for this certificate or this. And of course, you know, both of us are saying, hey, have you thought about ed leadership? You know, because you, if you want a role like that, This would be great—not just the coursework, but you know, having that ability, that certificate to be able to step into a role if the opportunity presents itself would be great. So I I think just that, like, impact is the word that comes to my mind first. You know, stepping outside of your students in the classroom to now a whole department or a whole team. or or a whole district, depending on your role.
1: Well, I think one of the most important things, Katie, is having assistant principals like you who obviously enjoy their job, come with energy, come with excitement, have a family and a life and approach that in a way where you're a hard worker, but you're not a workaholic and you you can do all the things. So everybody out there, make sure you're hiring the right people so you have people in those jobs. It's the same for teachers. We want teachers to have excitement and energy so kids grow up remembering those teachers and then them thinking I want to be a teacher because I love my teachers but if they're coming all grumpy and frumpy and like they don't like their job like that historical maybe (laughs) then people aren't going to want to do that you have to have that good model you know even for teachers that are wanting to maybe get into administration so I think that is a huge part of it um hire the right people
0: for sure yeah absolutely Grumpy and frumpy. That's (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, Katie, so what's your favorite leadership book? I'm sure you have one, you know, Adam and I love, love, love to read. And I was kind of stalking your Twitter account and you have Mm -hmm. some books that you've posted on there. What are you reading? Or perhaps what's your favorite?
2: So I'm currently reading When Kids Lead by Todd Nesloni and Adam DeVico and really liking that. I like the learner, the, the nature of the learner-centered, like student-centered book. It reminds me of Kids Deserve It, which is another one of my favorites. Um, so that, that's what I'm currently reading. and And what I'm loving about that book is as many conversations as I'm having with Brian, my principal, where we read a lot of these books together, I'm having at home with my own kids. So I'm like, hey, just read about this new acronym. Do you know how to shake hands when you meet somebody first? You know, so, so that's been great. I think, you know, my overall favorite leadership book is probably Lead From Where You Are by Joe San Filippo. Uh, he is another one of those, like, oh my goodness, have I ever had the chance to. Sit and talk with him, I would, I would just be amazed. Uh, I was gifted that book last spring, actually from Brian before I even applied for this role. Just we knew each other as coworkers and leaders in the district. And I think that book talking so much about like intentionality and building connections and like the overall importance of building relationships, how that is like at the forefront and the and the head of everything. That that book kind of is one of the standouts for me.
0: Really good books. Hey, after the show, send me your address. I'll send you a copy of She Leads too. So navigating. I would the love to read that. Her yes. Learning her for women. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I was just thinking, Rachel, you should send her your book, so I'm yeah. glad uh, I'm glad that happened. Katie Laird, middle school assistant principal, KB B in Boyd Laird on Twitter, assistant principal week across the country, featuring Katie this week on the NASP principal podcast. We're going to have to have you back in two, three, four years when you get that principal job to talk about that, or maybe next year. I don't know, Brian, not trying to take Katie anywhere, but you never know. When you have awesome people like you, they get plucked for those principal jobs jobs very, very quickly. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Everybody listening. Thanks for all you do. Happy assistant principal week and Rachel and I hope that you have an absolutely amazing day.